Get A Second Life is all about the adventures of me, Yasmin Balabio, a longtime resident and content creator in Second Life. I'll be sharing my experiences and insights into the virtual world, and I'll have guests on the show who are fellow gamers from across the metaverse. You'll really enjoy listening, and it's a great way to learn more about the metaverse and all the different things that you can do in it. Come and check it out if you're interested in virtual worlds. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to my podcast. Thanks again for all the feedback that I got on the trailer episode, episode one. And if you haven't listened to it yet, pause this so that you can go back and listen to it. So first things first, don't forget to like and rate the podcast wherever you're listening, whether that's Spotify or Apple, so that we can grow. Also, there's a link in the show's description if you want to check out any of my other social media. I want to engage with you. I want to stalk your life. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. And if you have any questions or suggestions on episodes, I definitely want to know that too. So today on the show, we're going to discuss virtual friendships and what those relationships really mean. I won't be holding back and things might get a little sticky, but hold on to the end so that you can learn what not to do when it comes to friendships from my experience. Virtual friendships can be tricky waters to navigate, but like any relationship, they require effort and communication to flourish. Just like tending to a garden, neglecting your virtual friendships can lead to withering connections. It's important to remember that behind every screen, there's a person with their own thoughts, their own feelings, and their own experiences. So let's explore together how we can cultivate meaningful connections in the digital world of Second Life. So let's start with some things about me. Um, I've never been the cool girl. Um, I've never had a lot of friends in real life. Even in school, I didn't have a lot of friends. Um, And since I was a teenager, I suffered from depression and social anxiety. I found a safe space in Second Life where I could be myself and interact with others without the pressure of real life social barriers. It's amazing how technology can provide a sense of community and a sense of belonging for people that struggle with those things like I did in real life. So let's talk about Aubrey and the name has not been changed. That's really her second life name. Um, Aubrey was my first virtual bestie and I still remember the day that we met on Welcome Island like it was yesterday. I told you in the first episode, and if you haven't listened, pause right now and go back and listen to the first episode. But we talked about how I landed on Welcome Island and there were all these voices that popped out of the speakers and she was one of those voices and um, she came to my rescue. She showed me the ropes 
of how to use SL from top to bottom, literally from the first day. She helped me customize my avatar. We explored different locations together. Back in the day, that's what there was to do on SL. Like when you logged on, you were going to a new place with new people and everybody was talking. It was amazing. And she really introduced me to a lot of different parts of the SL community. So from that day onwards, when we met at um, Welcome Island and for going forward, we were literally inseparable. Every time we logged in, we would find each other and embark on a new journey together. Even when real life got in the way and we took some pretty long breaks from SL, our bond really remained intact. It was as though no time had passed whenever we would reconnect. So upon my return from a lengthy hiatus in 2015, I noticed a significant increase in community role play. And if you were here before versus after, you definitely know what I mean. <laughs> I was really excited to dive back in and I eagerly joined a group and became wholly engrossed in the role play scene as I still am today. I assumed that my bestie and role play partner would be just as thrilled to participate alongside me as she had been in the past. However, to my surprise, during my absence, she actually had found a partner and started her own family within the game. I believed that the community would basically fit right in with the aspects of the game that we had already been participating in. So I expected her to jump at the opportunity to join me, to be in the community and to do family role play. Um, unfortunately, she didn't share my enthusiasm and her lack of eagerness really caught me off guard to join the community. So following that, I had the pleasure of starting a family of my own. I basically followed her lead. And as I envisioned our future together, I pictured our little Zuby babies playing together, having family dinners together on the weekends, going on vacation, celebrating holidays and birthdays and any time to party. Unfortunately, again, as we became more engrossed in our individual role play, our friendship basically slowly began to dissipate. I found myself desperately clinging to the vision that I had for our future together. So I really, really implored her to come to the community, to come be a part of it. And I spared no expense in setting her up with the most attractive house in the community. Um, I offered her a job. At that time, I had a yoga studio. If you know, you know. If you've been my friend for a good little minute, you know about the yoga studio. And I hope that that would be enough to convince her to play along and to stay in the community. It quickly became apparent though that things were not the same as they were before. Um, even despite my best efforts, all that I had done, she just couldn't get with the community. She didn't get along with the people there, particularly the owner of the community and the owner just so happened to be my partner at the time. <laughs> Um, their personalities just did not mesh. They clashed constantly. And it soon reached a point where he basically was actively seeking to have her removed from the community altogether. 
that really put me in a difficult position where I felt caught between a rock in a hard place or caught between my loyalty to her and my own basically life and role play that I had created for myself. Despite my best efforts to hold on tightly to the memories of our friendship in the beginning, I don't think that I fully understood her perspective in the matter um, when I look back, you know, in retrospect. But this eventually led to her leaving the community, which (laughs) completely broke my heart. I was so heartbroken. Um, Initially, the small crack in our friendship was manageable, but unfortunately it grew into a massive crater. As time went by, we spoke less and less. There were even moments when we would both log in and log out without even exchanging a simple greeting. Gradually, I stopped noticing when she took longer breaks from the grid and likewise, she wasn't noticing when I was taking a break either. And the last significant moment we shared was when she got married. I was thrilled to be a part of the wedding and back in her life as a best friend and a maid of honor. But in the back of my mind, I couldn't shake off the resentment that I felt towards her. How did she expect me to be here for her in this moment when she basically didn't care enough about role playing with me and shattered all those dreams that I had of our future and our friendship? But I tried to push those feelings aside and put on a brave face, be a good maid of honor. Um, I even took the time to craft a beautiful wedding tribute video for her and her partner, which was amazing. And this was actually before I started YouTube. So the quality of it probably wasn't that great, but they really liked it. (laughs) But sadly, our friendship never fully recovered after that. And I was really never the same after that series of events. Eventually she left SL for good. Um, Her and her husband actually broke up, like they got a divorce and she left for good after that. And it really left me grief stricken. Um, It felt like a death. It felt like the death of our friendship, not necessarily the death of her. I knew she hadn't died, but it just felt like our friendship died. Um, So when she got a divorce, she logged off and she did not come back for years. Now, during the pandemic, she popped back up to check in and see how I was doing, how everything was going in SL. And it was really refreshing to chat with her and catch up on the latest developments in her life. But we both know that it was unlikely that she would be back for good anytime soon. But despite the lack of communication over all that time, um, I still cherish the memories of our friendship and I hold on to hope that one day we might be able to get back to what we once had. So Aubrey, if you're listening, when are you going to come back, girl? (laughs) Um, She is still on my list, though, just in case she does log in at any time so that we can chat and catch up. Now, throughout my time on Second Life, I've met many people and formed various friendships. However, I never felt quite as close to someone as I did with her since then. Our connection was really unique and really special, and we shared so many experiences together that just won't be paralleled again because I'll never be new and fresh to the grid like that again. 
But despite the distance and the fact that we only communicated through SL at the time, our bond was incredibly strong as if we were really friends, really sisters. Of course, I have other friends and family that I consider family um, that I talk to on SL regularly, but I always keep in mind from that experience, the fragility of friendships and relationships on this platform. One small disagreement or um, thing that comes up in a friendship or a misunderstanding can easily lead to the end of a great connection, a great friendship or a great relationship. And you may not speak to that person ever again. It's a reminder that although the connections that we make on SL can be incredibly meaningful and fulfilling like our friendship was, they can also be fleeting and temporary. But I hope that you enjoyed this episode and gained something from it. Something that really got me through that season with Aubrey and with some other tumultuous friendships that I had was a verse from Proverbs. It's Proverbs 17 and 17. And it says, a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. In the next episode, we'll dive into my relationships with my own SL brother and sister and my thoughts on SL families. You are not going to want to miss that one. Until next time.